Welcome to episode 99 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Dal Shabet from Got7, Jungi Go, Kanto, Kitty B and Jace, Mama Moo, and Yu Sung Woo. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, is my lovely, super tired, super non-caffeinated friend and co-host, Josh. Hello. This Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks of K-Pop music video releases. And each episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song. Now, you can find more episodes of our podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on the Google Play Store. And you can find the video version on our YouTube channel. Just search for This Week in K-Pop. It's all there, baby. It's all it's there. all there? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, every episode we start with an apology that I have, I'm not caught up. But, you know, I'm not going to do it this time. No, you know I'm it. sorry. Don't I hate myself. Do I don't want to start this episode with a tangent, but I'm going to. One of the podcasts, I've mentioned this before, but on one of the podcasts that I've, I listen to called Reply All, they have this like annual day called like email debt forgiveness day or something like that, uh, which is like sometimes you get an email okay, and you don't respond right away. Right. And as time goes by, you just can't respond anymore because too much time has gone by. And you've obviously read it, right? And you can't play it off that you didn't read it. Because if you reply now, they know that you're just an asshole. Right. right. So the whole point of that day is to like just suck it up. Don't be embarrassed. You're the dick. Right. Just email this person back. Right. Just do it. And I need like I a YouTube editing debt forgiveness day. Where you where, just upload. Where I, yeah, I just need <laughs> to spend the entire day just focused on editing. Right. Not watching League of Legends World Championships. Not watching Luke Cage. I need one of those days. I just, I never do it. I always tell myself I'm going to do it, but then I end up falling asleep. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Like even one of our mutual friends was giving me shit the other day because I was always like, because we play board games a lot. Oh, 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 T. Yeah. T-Pen. T-Pen. She like, she's always like, you always say you have to edit and so you never come out, but you never edit. And I'm like, oh shit. That's a true statement. Oh shit. Shots fired. But anyways, as you guys can already tell, this is the main episode of our podcast, right. but it's going to be a rambly one. It's going to be a grinder. Yes. And um, not the gay version of Tinder grinder. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. <laughs> Unnecessary. Like, <laughs> you're yeah, well, right. That, well, you're that's, right, what this, that's what this episode is going to be like. Yeah, it's going to be it's more like be a exactly meat grinder, like yeah. but not the gay sucking dick meat grinder, just the regular meat grinder. Is that what you're trying to say? Sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know where you're going. Sure, with, we'll go with that. Yeah. We're going to need some Tinder because we're not on fire yet. Where are you going with this? <laughs> this is the problem. Like, why, why even bring up Grinder in the first place? Anyways, um, uh, so Steven actually has a first pick of this week, which is really just not not fantastic. I mean, we, we said that last episode, uh, I think the theme for last episode was that most of the songs sounded like songs that were like the B-sides of better songs. And this week... 
I think we would have taken many of those B-side songs, actually, than some of the songs that we chose this week. But we're going to talk about the big releases, and we're going to talk about some songs that stuck out to us. So, Stephen, go ahead with your pick of the episode. Sure. So that transition was so great. My pick of the episode is by a girl group. Who would have thought? Who would have thunked it? Their name is Dal Shabet with their brand new song, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And now they're only left with four members. Their last song, where they kind of debuted as just four members, Mm -hmm. uh, was called Someone Like You by Brave Sound. And it was a song that we originally dismissed. Yeah. But I think as time has gone by, we're like... It's growing on us. We we would definitely take that song this episode. Yeah, if that song was in this like time frame, Steven, I think you definitely would have picked that song for your favorite song of the week or episode. Maybe. Although I do enjoy this song, mm. but this song is produced not by Brave Sound, this by Shin Zedong Tiger. Yeah, very famous producer as well. Yes, works a lot with EXID. It was also produced by Monster Factory. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. I also haven't heard of them. And the Wikipedia link links to something totally different, like or a pro wrestling. Like a pro wrestling circuit or somewhere. Yeah. And of or course, a training gym or something like that. Uh, maybe, maybe the wrestlers all got together, and they're like, you know what? Let's, a K-pop producing let's, group. Let's produce Dalshabet. That's what they said themselves. Let's put our suplexes <laughs> yeah. away and replace them with more dooby de doops. Yes, yes. Let's do that. <laughs> yes, Josh. Yes. yes, you're right. Yes, you're not wrong. Uh, and, and also, there's credit to some dude named Samuel Koo, but I also don't know who that is. Yeah. But what's important, I think, in mentioning who produced it is a. Even though this is produced by Shinzenong Tiger, I don't think it sounds like another Shinzenong Tiger song. I, I do have to say this song, even though Dalshabet in the past has come out with very generic sounding songs, this song actually, for me, was not very generic at all. Yeah. Despite the singing, the singing is a little bit generic, but I'm talking about the backing track. 
And and style of the, the song. style of the song, I think, is very uh, actually fresh for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I, it was very surprising because e- even the beginning of the song sounds like something that like AOMG would put out. Yeah, and we always, I think, kind of praise AO- AOMG in a way that they have a very interesting sound because they have a good mix of Western like influence, but also kind of a K-pop Korean stank also on it. So mm-hmm. uh, when we say it sounds like AOMG, that's not a bad thing, but more of like, oh, it's just something interesting, something new here. Just like a reference point hmm. to what we're trying to describe, because as longtime listeners know, our vocabulary, our like musical vocabulary is very, very, very limited. limited. Uh, yes. So we say the same words over and over. You're going to hear some of those words again oh, today. Uh, sure. So it starts out with this very simple like AOMG type gray beat, right? Mm-hmm. And I was worried that it would, that was like that intro part. And then it transitions to the real song and it it would be like this generic kind of pop song. Right. And it never did that. Like I was very surprised. Like it really did sound unique as far as my memory can serve. Yeah. And a lot of songs, they will start off with like this little snippet. Especially with like the music video, they'll start off like this snippet of songs that is actually like, oh yeah, I can get into this. And the song itself is totally different. Um, especially yeah. this specific snippet, it does sound AOMG ish in a way that like I feel like someone's gonna rap. Yeah. Like yeah. right after instead of sing for the for the first part. And they, you know, they come out singing and it's uh, not too great in my opinion. I think the vocals are the worst part of the song. And in my in my mind, I think Dal Shabet has never really been known for the vocals. I mean, some people who are Del Shabet fans, they'd be like, oh, well, so-and-so is, is you know, really, really good. But, I mean, they're not really showcasing it in this song, so you're not going to be looking for that. Well, I was going to say that, like, uh, I think a lot of girl groups are not known for the right, vocals. Right. And I think the backing track, or Shin Zedong Tiger, did a very, very good job of making the song feel very full. Mm. Like, there's a lot of layers behind the girls' voices to help them out or to to, to distract you from how not super awesome it is. And also, sometimes there's a problem with layering where it's just way too much. And I think the song is in the perfect middle ground where there's enough layering for it to distract you from uh, the voices. But not not noisy. But it's not noisy at all. Like, I think it all comes together into this really great kind of package that I was actually... Very surprised uh, because we've never been huge fans of of Dalshabet. I don't think we've ever really liked liked a song that they've put out. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I and even though I do like or at least decently like the "Someone Like You" song, which was the one. If, if you don't remember, it sounded like a Brave Sound version of the Wonder yeah. Girls uh, song. The um, what's that Wonder Girls song? The eighty, uh, the yeah. super retro one. Uh, shoot, memory. We don't got it. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter. You'll know because you guys you'll, are smarter you'll, you'll than know, us. Yeah. Your memories are much better and your vocabularies are much <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah. Also, a really good part about this song is that it has this tuba kind of yeah. honk honking and this like synthy kind of synth bass yeah. sound to it. It goes on like it doesn't go on the whole time. But when it happens, you're like, oh, OK, yeah, it's just enough. Yeah, it's it's just like a, a little a little taste because if a song kind of has that throughout, sometimes it can get repetitive in a bad way. But I think this song it did a lot of good by doing less. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, there's a lot of parts in the song where they either kind of cut like layers and it's just singing, or it's you know obviously just the instrumental, or there's kind of like 
just jumps in time where there's no sound. There's kind of like a slowdown in the chorus also that's just mm. like, it's really, really, really nice. And I think those elements to the song really kind of made it fresh for us, right? Yeah, because I think that part, like the chorus, it starts and it's a, it's pretty non-interesting. Not, 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 not wow. that interesting. Yeah. But then this kind of slowdown happens and like it really, it, 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 we mention slowdowns a lot because, you know, K-pop songs can really sound sometimes like the same 20 seconds repeated over and over again. Right. And when like a slowdown comes in, it just breaks it up so much uh, that I always love slowdowns. Yeah. Um, It always adds a dimension to songs, especially K-pop songs, because K-pop songs, unless it's a ballad, your tempo is probably really, really high. Yeah. And so slowdowns are always really welcomed. Yes, yes. I think the last slowdown really liked was the start, right? I think... I like that had a has a slowdown part in it if I'm I think so yeah. Crazy. yeah. But th- but that song still feels like really fast to me if I remember correctly. True. This song is definitely not uh, Yeah, not not in that that same tempo, but it's still a song to check out. I think they're they're onto something in terms of like a new sound because I think not a lot of K-pop groups are making songs like this. Yeah, no. I especially as you mentioned last episode, there were so many times where I was like, man, this song, right? Sounds like a worse version of a mm-hmm. right. Worse version of B. But I, I just thought this song, while it didn't blow me completely away on first listen, I never once was like, Oh, this sounds like, an, this yeah. sounds like C. I really didn't think. Yeah. That way, so. And it's really interesting because, um, in K-pop as like, a like a culture or like a community, there are certain, producers and those producers definitely have a specific sound but i do have to say this song does not like scream to me shinza you know yeah no it doesn't i was surprised when we looked it up i mean maybe it's more wrestling monster factory than shinza i don't know who knows um but i enjoyed it and this is probably the first time i've ever enjoyed a dal shabet song on first like first listen on first sit um yeah, yeah. so uh Props to Dalsha Bed. I mean, even I also want to mention, I think their outfits, like the concept in their outfits was pretty good. Right. Like it was one of those, like we can see people wearing this clothes on, on the street, street or kind like of in outfits. Day or like, you know, some kind of trendier place in, in Seoul or someplace. And it, it, it wasn't too, too crazy. Yeah. I, I think it looked, I mean, whether or not we find the particular girls attractive is is a one is a different thing, right? It's a whole different story. But I I did like the look. I thought the look of it was, it was pretty good. It wasn't too too cray cray. It wasn't too yeah. cray cray. Yeah. So uh, this uh, Dalshabet song had really good producing, and this next song that I want to talk about also I think really uh, has really really good producing as well. Uh, this song is Kitty B and Jace with their song "So Busy." Okay. 
너의 빵이지 퇴근 맞춰 일 던지는 거 장난 아니지 베이산 넘어 산이고 쉬고 싶단만 가져봤자 한여름밤에 꿈이고 취미도 내겐 쌓지 달도 월급이 통장에 스치고 울지 So busy 너무 바빠 바빠 So busy 뭐가 이렇게 바빠 So busy 너무 바쁘다 바빠 매일 뭐 이리 바빠 어제보다 더 바빠 So busy 너무 바빠 바빠 So busy 뭐가 이렇게 바빠 So busy 너무 바쁘다 바빠 연애는커녕 숨도만 쉴 만큼 너무 바빠 So uh, this song also has a canto from uh, Troy and Canto's from Troy, right? Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Canto from Troy and this guy named DJ Juice. Actually, he's from uh, Hong Kong. Terrible joke. <laughs> Terrible joke. Uh, I wish I thought of that the first time. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyways, DJ Juice, I actually don't know. I, I, I assume know he's does. part of Brand New just yeah. because everybody here is part of Brand New Music. And, and you would think like, oh, DJ Juice, he must be the guy who produced it. No, he's not the guy who produced it. Yeah. It, it, do, it does specifically say that Rhymer produced it. Yeah. But I would, I would guess that DJ Juice helped out. Yeah, he, he's probably the one doing the scratching and all that. Um, mm. So this song really kind of gives me a flavor like DJ Premier. If you guys know DJ Premier, you know, part of Gangstar, but they're kind of defunct now because, you know, he only DJ Premier is left. But DJ Premier is really known for his scratching and kind of sampling. Uh, so if you hear this song, uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a lot of samples and kind of like talking and then he scratches over the talking uh, it's it's hard to describe. You're gonna have to listen to it yourself. But I love like this kind of song. So this is a collaboration project between Brand New and Cosmopolitan. I don't know who the hell Cosmopolitan. No, the is. Uh, magazine Cosmopolitan. Oh, what? Yes, uh, because it was uh, to celebrate kind of uh, I think s- some kind of anniversary of Cosmopolitan, and so they wanted like two female rappers to. It was kind of oh. it's kind of like a woman power uh, song. Yeah, I mean, because the song is about like. They're they're like so busy and their lives are so full that they don't have time to date or worry about getting married or anything like that. So I guess it is kind of like full of working, which is important. Not full of like other things. It's like all about because in in the past, you know, even in America, right? Like women didn't really work, and that's especially still that still happens in Korea, uh, where you know a lot of women over the age of like thirty, right? Yeah, stay at home moms yeah. and things like that. They don't work a lot. So it's actually the, a new thing in Korea that women work and they, you know, are busy. And so they don't always have time for guys. And sometimes they break up with you because they're busy. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Such is life. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh this song is especially weird because I originally like this song. And I was going to pick this song. Yeah, and right. then Josh was like, Yo. No. Yeah, because what? I'll steal that bit. Because what had happened is I chose another song for my favorite song of the week because our options are just so amazing this episode. Um, and actually, we started listening to it more and more. And I was like, You know what, Steven? Yeah, just bump this song up as, you know, my no, favorite no, no. song. You're, you're missing and then, it. And that in turn stole the ability for Steven to choose this song as one of his songs. No, you're you're remembering wrong because I already chose it, and then right. you made me switch to another right. song, and then you move this song even further up. You're right that I'm like, doubly. I actually smart. had it in my clutches, and you just like slapped it out of my hands. But anyways, this is actually more I think my type of song than Josh's. Really? Uh, because yeah, because you, you normally don't like rapping. 
you don't like Jace rapping, especially. You don't like Canto rapping. No, um, I'm not. A fa- I'm not. A fa- the funny thing is, I'm not a fan of the rappers. What it really sucked me in is the producing, right? Right. And then as I listen to the song more and more, I'm just like, actually, no, like the rapping, I I can get behind. Which yeah, is, which is strange. Because originally, yeah, you were like, "This is the shittiest rap." <laughs> like, I've ever- I don't. I want to say that degree. Uh, I would just say like, "Oh, I'm not. Ugh, just not good." Okay, you, you didn't say shittiest ever. Yeah. Like, you did say shitty. Uh, specifically, Jace. Jace and her face. Jace and her face. Um, so awkward and robotic and. Yeah, we were talking about how Jace really seems like someone's mom that was like trying aunt? to make a rap video. Yeah, like like yo kids, I'm like the cool aunt. I'm the cool aunt. Yeah. I used to smoke marijuana back in the day. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. All right, Auntie Olive. Auntie Jace. <laughs> Auntie Jace. Um, but Jace was, I mean, if you've ever, if you watch Show Me the Money uh, with her, I mean, she has not changed. She has uh, not pretty learned. Pretty Rap Star? Oh, sorry, you're right. Yeah, uh, pretty, I'm pretty Rap Star. She has not learned. She did not go to Rippy Rap School because her hand yeah. movements are yeah. still not great. Yeah, we need a, we need a Senator Rupert Rappington's. Well, it's full. Uh, you know, Got7 recently just graduated yeah, yeah. from Rupert Rappington. So. They might still be all still enrolled in yeah. Rupert Rappington's. Anyway, I, I just want to mention, like, the rapping style is usually not your type of thing. No. But it is kind of my type of thing. And I actually thought that Jace, I, I normally don't like Jace. Although she is in Miss S and I do like Miss S. So maybe right. I do like Jace. I would say I would say you like Miss, I, I would say you like Jace. money. Part of Miss Money, Miss Money, yeah. not not her solo work. Yeah, you're right. Definitely not her solo work. Right. Definitely not her own pretty rap star work. But I think she actually employs a lot of what we like a, about Kesem's rap. Ooh. Um, like I think Jace and Kitty B, they, like they break up their rap. They do sometimes they emphasize some words or like break it up so that you can repeat it. And it's not just rapid rap 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 rap. I'm with you on that, actually. It's funny that you say like this is like not my type of song because I really feel like it is my type of song. I just don't like the rappers that are in it. But yeah, actually, when you mentioned that they break up the rap and it's very Kesem-like, it's, I think sometimes during the song, it's like bad Kesem, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and some and some part of the songs, they do, do a good job of like, you know, making it more popish, I guess is the, a better way to say it. Like but, the chorus is pretty good, actually. Right. I think the chorus saved the song, which allowed us to listen to it to the second time and the third time, and let us get used to the rapping more. Hmm. But I do think the chorus is this again, as we say a lot, the saving grace of the song. And also, don't watch the music video because it'll really put you off. I think that I think that actually really? was the was a thing that kind of put me off. It's just I'm just watching like Jace make these like hand gestures, and like she just looks really really strange right but if you just i feel like if you just listen to the song by itself i think it's better okay i don't want to say it wrote like don't want it's not like a seizure warning yeah it's not i mean it's not like oh god but like the song i think the song is better without the music video Hmm. you just hate jace's face that much huh? i didn't know it's just it's just so like cringy to watch on (laughs) tj's like you know yeah yeah, it's just Uh, mm. i think it's cringy in a kind of cute way like it's not yeah, because it's like she's trying so hard to be K-pop, you know? What? She's trying so hard. She's trying so hard. No, I don't agree. Really? Like, I I think, like, let me think, what is the last thing I thought was super cringy? I don't know. I mean, I sometimes I'll watch, it, like, EXO's Lotto, and I'm like, Yeah, oh with the chickens, God. and that, that's weird. Uh, See, that's just, like, for me, that's not cringy. That's just weird. 
But this is kind of like. But see, in my mind, I just picture like oh, okay. I, I'm an EXO member, and and some director is telling me to do this, and I'm just like, but I don't want. I don't want to hold this chicken. Yeah, I don't want to wear this jewelry or this outfit, you know. Um, but anyways, speaking of, oh, hold up. You got it. How can I trans? How can I do this? Speaking of a collaboration between. People. <laughs> well done. This is gonna be a fucking podcast, guys. Like this is this the one. I'm so tired, and this is the one. Yeah. Um. I, I and I think this is a good transition because we. I think we've done, or I specifically have done, a really shitty job, like keeping up with stuff, as you heard in the beginning. And every time we record this podcast, you know, we ask for money. This time, you know, I'm not going to ask for money, but I do want to thank the people who have donated $25 or more. Right. And that is Lauren C. And Emma L. That is for donating $25 or more. Amazing. In September. If you guys, I feel bad. Like the, our number, uh, the don't, uh, the donations have gone down a lot and I fully understand why. Like, I'm not angry about it. Like if you guys feel like you're not getting, you know, your money's worth, feel free to to just not do it until I get back on my fucking horse, you know. But so yeah. I I don't even feel like I should ask for money this time. Uh, so I'm gonna skip that because I feel terrible. That's fine, Steven. You say it's fine, but it's fine. You're not the one that has to. Do yeah, I don't. I don't have to do it, so I I, I can't say anything. To you, you should feel bad though with me. Oh, I feel bad, but I feel like you f- you feel like it's your fault. Oh, it is totally my fault. See, that's what I'm saying. I feel bad. Like I think last week, like I'm kind of sick, and I think for the yeah. last week there were so many. Like I would come back from school right at like five. I would eat, and then I would I would be asleep at six, and I would wake up like six a.m. And I would still just feel terrible. Yeah. Um, and then that would repeat for like four days in a row. Like I didn't even play any games. To, right. I didn't. I wasn't going out. You know, I was just going to work, sleeping, going to work, sleeping, going to work, sleeping. And it it really felt bad. Yeah. It, bad. Not not only physically. Like I, I think that past this past week, I was also on that train for like a couple of days as well. Because I think you and I both got sick this week. It's, it just feels like a blur the whole week. Just because all, all you're doing is just like living, you know? You're just surviving. Yeah. And then I had like a day off. And instead of putting all my effort into working or into editing, I was like, well, I haven't played games in a while. And I haven't done anything else in a while. So I'm going to watch the League of Legends World Championships for eight hours. And then I'm going to watch uh, Luke Cage for another six hours. And then today I woke up, watched more, played some Overwatch and watched more League of Legends. But then I'm here recording this podcast and I'm like, fuck me. Fuck have been editing. Oh. But you know what? You guys aren't here to hear our life story. Let's talk about more K-pop. Let's do that. So speaking of my lonely life, right? Of just nothing. Nothing. This new song is by Kanto again, which we just talked about. Uh, featuring Eddie Kim with his new song, Lonely. My 
박자 원래는 혼자가 더 편해 누굴 만나던 하나같이 다 뻔해 노란 빛보다 주황빛이 더 어울려 맞자 원래 난 혼자였어 그게 더 좋은 걸 Welcome to the club 다 불러 몰았던 올라갈 거야 Like on the loops 그래 우주 괜찮냐는 친구 말에 아무렇지도 않다고 거짓말해 그래 stage 가고 있네 난 사실 아무렇지 지금 시간에 넌 대체 어디서 무얼 할지 미칠 것 같아 제 정신이 아닌 상태로 괜히 말을 걸어 남자랑 같이 있는 상대로 모두 마음에 들지 않아 이 테이블 위치까지다 저 낯선 여자에는 흥미 없지나 숨을 찾으러 밖으로 나왔네 불타는 Saturday night 새센 채서 벤치에 Yeah 아무렇지 않은 척해 봐도 나도 센 척을 부려봐도 네가 날볼 때까지 괜히 난더 이러겠지 다시 나도 괜찮은 척 Featuring Eddie Kim, but I'm not fully sure if Eddie Kim's in the song. I'm yeah. pretty sure he sings, like, obviously the hook, but for me, it doesn't really sound like Eddie the Kim. The thing is, I don't think he does sing the hook because, or at least in the music video, Kanto is still mouthing almost that whole part. Right. Like, I really think the only time Kanto is not mouthing, there's like a part in the chorus where, like, I think it's Eddie Kim just says, like, three words right and i'm not sure if that's if that warrants a featuring well i the thing is i i think it doesn't warrant a featuring but eddie kim is such a bigger name than kanto that like it doesn't hurt to it put doesn't you want to put it eddie in kim. right yeah. it's like that crush song was featuring taeyon even though taeyon was in that song for like the last 20 seconds and that's it yeah to like sing know? a harmony right yeah it's like, was it really featuring her? But he's like, yeah, I gotta put her name on it, right? Because yeah, it, it works. Yeah, totally. Like, totally. Yeah. But Kanto, as you said, is uh, the rapper of Troy, or one of many rappers, and he's known for his very, very deep sounding voice. So deep. Uh, the deepest voice. I can't think of another mainstream rapper with a deep ass voice like his. No. No. Doesn't come to mind. Because usually Korean rappers have pretty. Not, I don't want to say high voices, but they have kind of like a hype, hyper more kind of voice. If I, if that makes any sense, I think on on the higher end of the mm. octave. Uh, but Canto sounds like his balls weigh like two hundred pounds, like, like DMX. This, yeah, which Josh normally, as we say, you don't really like Canto that much. I yeah. never really like Canto. Like I, he shows up as featuring sometimes. Uh, but I've never liked a Canto song. I think I've I don't I've never really been wowed by his rapping ever. I don't think. And you know what? I'm still not wowed by his rapping, despite picking this song. I did pick this song because it does sound like a shitty Major Lazer song. Yeah, and I think you guys know the one. If you guys, do you recall that long ago? What's the, what's that song called? Oh my god, what is that song called? It has like a billion views okay. on YouTube. It's fire, fire gun. No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my oh, brain God. holes today. Yeah. doesn't matter. All that, all that matters is very much like the Taewon song last main episode, mm. which was like a shitty version of a week, The Weeknd. While it, it is definitely a shitty version of a Major Lazer song, it's still a sound that I don't hear that much in the Korean right. sense. 
so I think it's okay. It's at least interesting worth talking about, I think. Right. I was never like super wowed by by his rapping or the dancing or any of that kind of stuff. But I do think that Kanto sometimes has a problem where his low, low, low voice doesn't really match the kind of happy song that he's usually featured in. Yeah, I agree. But this song is a little bit different. I think this song, Kanto's voice did match very well with it, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, you know, not bad. Again, I, I do think it's a issue, uh, like a quality control kind of issue where like this episode, the songs we don't yeah, I think, think that highly of, but I th- I think more of the theme of this episode is that these songs are interesting to us, or we have things to say about them. Not necessarily like we like them. I I think the harsher, more true statement is these songs just aren't bad. Yeah, they're not bad, and so they're chosen. <laughs> because they, uh, because a there wasn't that many songs in the last two weeks. Yeah. B a lot of them are ballads, right? So really, there's not that many songs that we're not talking about that aren't just straight up ballads right right, right. Um, but speaking of ballads let's talk about the next song all right so our next song is by a chingu with a guitar and we we say it all the time but uh this is uh you sung uh with only you <laughs> Well, we say that for many people, right? Yeah. He's not Eddie Kim. He's not Eddie Kim. He's not John Park. Yeah, and he's, he's not, not some other dude. <laughs> and he's not some other dude, right? Like He's one of our chingus with a guitar. He's like, he's a super young, super baby face. Yeah. He was on Superstar K4. Uh, his last song was called Whatever. And I really liked that song. I think uh, we both... Time, I still really liked yeah, that Yeah, I think we both really liked it. I think there's... Some kind of, I think we made a joke or something about how he always dies or something in his music videos. Or yeah, there were like I think two in a row where he was dead. Yeah, um, and this one he's not dead. He's yeah. just well. Normally, I think more more often than not, he he like hires other people to like be in his like more famous 
right. K uh, pop like idols to be in his yeah videos. or models or yeah, and he's still in it, but. He plays you know, like a lesser gets, role. Yeah, that gets more people to come into the music video, right? When you're like, oh, I have Cosmic Girl Girl in it, all right? I have B2B dude in it, right? This one is just just him, right? Just you someone, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a cute dude, but maybe... But cute, cute in the way that he's just like, ah, oh, you little kid. Yeah, yeah he does still guitar. look like a little kid. Uh, but I, I just love him. I've always liked him ever since his very first song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always liked his style of voice. yeah. He always sings the same way, but he he like likes to add the little like falsetto-y parts. Kind yeah, of he, to his... the way he sings and uses his voice, I think, really suits the kind of music he makes. Yeah, and sometimes the songs sound a little samey. Mm. Um, so I thought that this song actually did a good job of like mixing it up a little. Yeah, differentiating with the style. Yeah, like for example, like after the chorus, there's this kind of like breakdown where I think it could be boring. Like I think it could have been just him and with just a guitar. straight acu- acoustic yeah. guitar sound, right? But but they add this like I don't know how to describe it other than like chipmunk echo yeah. sound. Just like it's like a sped up kind of talking or singing, and it, it's really popular. Um, if you pay attention to like a lot of popular music these days, that they add that kind of you know effect. I I did not expect to see it in this song because uh, this song. Uh, actually does not really call for that kind of effect because those effects I think are more of you know synthier songs more EDM songs I think have that kind of effect more often or even rap songs and this song is like an acoustic ballad love song and then so it really caught me out caught me off guard but at the same time I think it was really really like a good addition right and speaking of rapping uh, you didn't mention it but this song oh, does yes. also feature Hayes I wanted to forget and so Hayes of course we have liked when she sings. Great singing voice. Like her and your uh, My dream boy, boy Dean. Dean. Like them two together is sounds really great. Her rapping, on the other hand, has never, ever been good. Never been great, no. And weirdly enough, in a, in a Yu Sung Woo ballad song, they were like, we need a rapper. Go ahead and rap. Yeah. And so she raps. It's terrible. It's it's terrible. The verse itself that she raps is just it's all over the place. That's that's the best way I can describe it. It's just all over the place. This, there's it doesn't really match the beat. Yeah. Uh, um. Like it doesn't I, match this type of song even. Like like I'm not even I'm not even sure that they gave her like a, a copy of the song to hear before she wrote the rap. I think they're like okay, it's like this BPM. Go ahead and write rap. Right. Because it really is just does not belong in the song whatsoever. Yes. I, I'll go as far to say, like, take that shit out. It almost ruined the song for me. Yes, I agree fully. Yeah. But Hayes does get a chance to sing near the end. And when she sings, it's like, okay, like, your voice is great and matches with, with the song. And you can kind of go back and forth with the woo, right? Why did you rap? Why did you do that? Is it because they call you a rapper? That's why you have to rap? It's yeah, it's like just because she came on Pretty Rap Star, she's like, I just gotta rap, guys. It's like, stop, never rap again. Yes, please. Uh, just stick to singing. Singing, your voice is so great. Why would you want to rap? It's like Jesse. Like Jesse, Jesse also doesn't really great. rap anymore. Yeah, like she, she mainly sings again. She mainly sings, right? Because that's what she's good at, and she's not good at ripping a rap. But you know who is. Good at rippity rapping? Disagree, but go on. Yeah, you're right. Uh, speaking of someone else who probably shouldn't be, be rippity rapping, 
This is by the most famous group I think we're going to talk about today. And that Maybe. Debatable, is, yeah. Uh, no, I, I would definitely say they're the biggest. Okay. It is by Seven Lovely Dudes. I think it's Seven. I mean, they are named Got Seven, right? It's got to be seven members. Why would they ever not be the number in their name? Like Maroon 5. Like Four Minute. And 17. I'm just kidding. Maroon 5 does have five members. No, Maroon 5 have six members. They have six? Yeah. Did they have five originally? I think they originally had five. Oh. Like, I mean, technically 17 had 17, right, originally. Anyways, this we is digress. the new song by GOT7. It's called Hard Carry. Hey, welcome to my world. Let's do this. It's your chance to get up on the side. I'm gonna go higher. The hanky back and no machine could all work. Why, everybody knows that. I'm gonna go to the house. I'm hungry. What do you need to do? Get to the house. You gotta die. No, 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 Now, God Seven. Yes, we used to love me some God Seven. Yeah, they they had a string of songs that we were really behind. Right. Well, I they, they no see though. Here's the problem with God Seven. It's never a string. It's always it is like, always an up down up down up, up down. down. Maybe like For up us, down personally or up down down. Yeah, but recently it's been more downs down, down, than downs. Ups. Down. At least in our opinion. Like, Down. for example, the last song, Fly, I didn't think it was a bad song, but I felt like it was a very eh song. Yes. Like, I didn't really feel that much. I didn't really enjoy that much. I didn't think it was that amazing. wasn't very impressed. If You Do was a song before that, and that sounded like a 2 p.m. reject song. But just right, we did like. We really like that song. And so this song is produced by uh, Ear Attack. Which, if you're gonna if you're gonna name your producing name, remember you're a producer wanting to make great music for your ear holes. You should definitely call yourself Ear Attack. Yeah, Stephen and I were gonna start a new producing company. We're gonna call it Eardrum Rupture. <laughs> just ball sack. That's just what yeah, I'm gonna call just it. Like, yeah, just not a just not good imagery for yeah. good music. Why don't we just go ahead and just call it shitty song? <laughs> yeah, let's just call just call ourselves a shitty producing company. Yeah. <laughs> Or like city, you know, like city walk, just yeah. city songs. Not my shit producing company. Yeah. Anyways, that's a little too mean. Uh, Ear Attack. It's not super famous, but we have heard the name before. Yeah. Uh, they made IOI's Doop, which was like a B side single, which I liked, um, which you thought was okay. Yeah. Uh, they I also liked. made uh, the famous song from Descendants of the Sun, the Every Time song. Debatable. Uh, Debatable if he made that. Well, he 
copied someone maybe uh, we've mentioned uh, that before because i think when we're talking about in our ioi after show where like the descendants of the song song sounds like eric nam song which sounds like a too big song which sounds like a whole nother song um right. they just keep like ripping each other off on the chorus or whatever so we heard ear attack and we're like okay all right and I already knew ahead of time because of our Slack Chingus that like yeah. it's a real BTS type of song. And boy howdy was it a BTS boy type song. Howdy. Holy hell. Like if I show someone a, a BTS song and then show them this song, I think they would have totally bought that it was the same group. Yeah, if if it was someone who someone who, who didn't never, know the members. Yeah, who didn't inherited. know the members and who maybe don't know about K-pop in general, if like you show them back right. to back, yeah. Um, but again, similar styles is what we want to say, right? Like, and we're not just talking about looks, right? We're just talking about. But the thing is, this I don't think it's bad to be this, right? I don't think it's bad that it's a BTS sounding song because like, that's a trend. It, yeah, if it was a good song, that's one thing, right? But if it's like a lesser version of a song that sounds. And and cop somebody else's kind of concept, I can totally understand why some people are are not happy about that. My my qualm with this song is it's just not catchy enough. Yeah, that's just that's it for me. Like, I don't think it's a bad song. It's just not catchy. Like, I think they just didn't understand the fundamental reason why, uh, like Joro and like Fire is catchy in their way. It's because. You need to a have no other words except the name of the song, "Dance Break." That is how that works. Okay, we've discussed it many times on this podcast. Yeah, but then like they just didn't get the memo. I think. I think it's a very maybe not even K-pop thing, but it's very prevalent in K-pop where a group will just have a build up, build up, build up, build up, build up, saying the name of the song and a drop. Yeah. And like this song, I mean, maybe you can you can view it as a positive. Right? It doesn't do that. Maybe you you maybe you like maybe. the song. I, I actually think I'm being more negative than I mean to be. Like I actually don't think the song is that bad. No, it's not a bad song. It's just not fantastic. Yeah, like I would rather listen to Fire. I would rather listen to Joro. I would rather listen to the other Got Seven. You know, the A. You yeah. know, Got Seven. The Just Right Got Seven. The Girls, girls, girls. Well, I guess that's debatable. And one million percent, I would rather watch like the total music video rather than this music video. Oh, this music video is so bad. Um, so usually I think what pairs with songs like these really well is that there's a dance that goes along with it. And a dance itself doesn't necessarily have to be super catchy, but it does have to look, you know, cool. Yeah. And you can't really have a dance looking cool in a music video if you have like a million billion cuts right i understand like the producer and the editor what they are trying to accomplish by like cutting it so much trying to make it look like really sharp and you know like uh, but when it's just like epilepsy warning you can't see the dance at all right you know what would be make something seem uh if you just let them dance and the dance was actually uh right like yeah we are also we also say the same thing about EXO's recent music videos, where it's all dark, right? Yeah. It's all grimy, and it, you don't ever see the dance dance because they either cut away from it too much or it's just close-ups of faces, right? Like in a song like this, where it should be about that drop and that the dance break and the uh, like the music video was just 
was the the opposite of what you would want. But I, but I mean, to play, okay, I really shouldn't say this word, but to play devil's advocate, I think that's what the target demographic, that's what they want, right? Because they want those effects and that like cool looking, you know, those cuts and, and you know, edits rather than actual choreography, right? I don't think that's true at all. I think there's a reason why Joro has so many views. I think there's a reason why BTS in general has so many fans nowadays is because their music videos, at least in the beginning, did a very, very, very good job. Same with EXO, by the way. They did a very good job of showing off mm. their dancing. The The thing is like I, the whole that whole cutting thing has its uses, right? right? The uses is when the group can't actually dance that well and you need all this cutting to make it seem much like sharper. more engaging and sharper, right. right? Like they do that all the time with music shows, right? Where it's like... It's, different angles and... Yeah, different angles and turning and that because it's actually... Like we've gone to live performances yeah. and it's actually kind of boring sometimes. Yeah. And so they need to add in all these angles and, and zooms and face shots because... Right. To make it look more dynamic, right? Yeah. And and also like those cuts and such, they make the the members look like taller. They make them look like, you know, slimmer, you know, quote unquote of certain angles. And like it because if you're looking at one angle for too long, then you know right. you, you start noticing things, right? But the but so what I was trying to say is like mm-hmm. usually you do that for a group that can't dance well. But God but Seven, God Seven can, can dance. dance well. Okay. And it's just so weird to me why they they would quote unquote borrow these kind that of like style yeah. without understanding that the focus like the main is the points. Mm. Yeah. It's just so weird to me. And and like I don't mean to like disparage God Seven, but God Seven is not at the level of like BTS and EXO where they can do these things and people will just not hear, right? Because EXO uh they have been doing yeah. the, these things and you know, people are just still gonna follow EXO because they're EXO, right? Yeah, I guess I guess you're right about that because I really think GOT7, if they did dance very well in this music video, I wouldn't I would not have known. Yeah. Well, actually, I was gonna devil's advocate the other way and actually say that like I, I actually it's not devil's advocate. I just was just gonna disagree with you. Okay. Which was that like I actually think GOT7 is at that level now where they can do whatever they want. Oh, which is why they stopped making interesting songs. The, okay, so hmm. like in, I, I will, I will agree that although you and I have like not really liked the songs God Seven is putting out, like they have been gaining a lot of popularity. I, I do agree with that. A whole lot, tons. But I'm not sure. If, uh, I'm not the level, saying they're the same level as EXO, like yeah, yeah. popularity. Yeah, I, I get that. But I mean, they hit. I really do think they hit that cutoff level where they. They don't. Well, they're popular enough that they can kind of mess around, or not mess around, but kind of do different things. Okay, maybe I'll double take that back. I disagree with you, and I disagree with myself from five minutes ago. I I think the problem with God Seven has always been they don't have a sound, right? They their sound changes every song. I will agree with that. And it's weird actually because, at least recently, they're one of the most popular boy groups that doesn't have a sound. Hmm. Right, like hmm. uh, uh, BTS has a sound, right? EXO has a sound. Se- uh, arguably, Seventeen has also a has a sound, right? And they're getting a lot of popularity. Seventeen as well. Sure, 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 sure. We're like every Infinite has a sound. I, I think they all have a sound, but God Seven's 
you know, their style is so different in all their songs, right? Yeah, like like the songs we just talked about, like this song versus like Just Right, you know, yeah. or Fly. Or even Fly, or even if you do, right? I, I think that's a benefit. Like, I think a lot of people enjoy that because they're like, you, you know, I'm, it's never, they're never doing the same thing, right? They're mm. never just shitting out a, sea, a, 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 a seaside single that sounds the same, right? Mm. But I, but I also think that it hurts them because they will often sound like other groups, right? Like that, I think that's why we like Just Right so much because Just Right didn't really remind me of another group. Like if anything, that was more Got Seven. It was like the most Got Seven song in a while. Yeah, I, I felt like it was quirky, but a, a quirky in their own way, right? And this, right. when you, I think almost anybody, unless they're like completely biased. I don't know how you can look at this song and not immediately think like, oh, BTS. Right. And again, you can think that way without thinking automatically negative, right? Yeah. It, even though we don't personally like this song as much, it's perfectly okay to be like, oh man, this really borrows off from BTS, but I like the song. Like, that's okay too. But when the problem is when some people are like, they don't say anything alike. It's like, come on. Come like, on. Come on. <laughs> like, I, I, so come on, I think Steven uh, I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna have to digest what you're what you're getting at because I'm not sure I really have too too much of an opinion either way. But I th- I but I do think that, you know, I do agree with you that this song, you know, not not bad, but it's it just totally is BTS written all over for me. Right. So I, I think to simplify because I think we're figuring out some stuff right yeah, now, yeah. right? Like, like figuring out while we talk. The song itself is not awful. It's it's just disappointing, I think, for a group that we really like to so blatantly take somebody else's concept and not do it better. Mm. Agreed. Right? Yeah, I agree. Because it's it's one it's one thing to sample right there's a lot of especially in korea korea trends are running rampant like if there's if a trend is there then everybody's doing it right right but got seven i think besides amy girls 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 they've never done anything like this before right and i think i'm more hard on this song because i'm just i i really think it's not got seven for one and i think it's not anything new and they're not adding any cut seven flavor also yeah no i agree and and i think it's also especially weird because most other boy groups did a did a bts ripoff kind of song years ago right right like i still remember when like boyfriend came back and they were like we're not that boyfriend anymore we're like the more hip-hop boyfriend and you're like no uh but a lot of boy groups did that a while ago. Now, recently, it's all about the kind of more cutesy boy group stuff. And it's just so weird to me to see GOT7, like, go this route instead of back to, to like, like, a Just, just right, right route. Where I think that cute... Like, I think if Just Right came out now, like... It would murder. It would murder. It would murder. I, I mean, think. I actually don't know how well it did back in the day, but I, I don't think it did very well. I don't well. think it did as well as we liked it. Because GOT7 seven, God seven was not doing well in korea for a long time we we talked about it in our podcast a lot yeah. how we were always really sad that because we really um, like god seven right yeah just right was 20th like wow. it, the highest was 20th wow the highest they've only gotten was nine interesting hmm. i thought it'd be 
thought it'd be more than that. Maybe hard carry is doing really well right now. I'm actually not sure. Uh, let me check the neighbor chart. Okay. See, the thing is, every time Steven and I like something from God 7 uh, it doesn't do well. But every time God 7 does something that we like, kind of dislike, people really like it. Yeah, or it, it or it does better than other stuff. Well, it's right now it's forty fourth on the mel- on the melon chart. So I actually don't know when it where it started, but I mean that's below cheer up and Ugh. and whistle by I mean <laughs> cheer up sixteen and whistle thirteen, right? But now is really Ugh. not a good time. That's what I'm saying. Like it's such a weird decision, I think, for them to do it, especially now where like it's the end of summer. It's fall it's time. Fall time. Everyone's switching moods to ballads and right. like duets. And then God Seven's like, hard carry. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might be the first instant where instance where we don't like something or we don't really like something. And I think people also don't really like something. Because usually you and I are kind of like a, a signal about what is not popular <laughs> for boy groups for boy groups for yeah boys. because we're not the target demographic right of course. No. well speaking of target demographics this is we are this group's target demographic yeah so this next group is one of our favorite groups uh that's mamamoo and with their song new york <laughs> probably a billion times but i don't know oh, the lyrics oh, Steven. because at the time i was probably listening to j-pop and not american music true so uh, yeah, let's talk about this song uh so this uh i don't i i still am forming my opinion about this song i've listened to it a lot but i still don't know how i feel about it well then i will tell you how i feel which is i love their voices i love their voices like especially when you listen to dal shabet Right in the same episode, like Mamamoo's voices are just fuller. They're better. Yes. They ring more. They, they resonate ring more. more. They they have a wider range. They're power more powerful. The problem is, is they all come together in probably the most generic slash boring Mamamoo song of all time. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if I would call it generic because I don't really feel it's very generic, but I do feel it's very boring. 
I will agree that I think it's just not, there's nothing really too catchy about it. So this song, it, it begins with like this Ocean's Eleven kind of like heist movie yeah, intro. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's that's all good. But then, and they start singing and then they sing and sing and sing and then the song's over and you're just thinking, oh, did like, I huh. did I listen to a Mamamoo song? Kind of like. It just didn't have any flavor to it. It, it had nothing to hang your hat the on. The chorus wasn't particularly great. The music video wasn't particularly great because they usually have pretty good music videos. Yeah. And you're wrong. It, it's not just singing. It's singing rap number one, oh, singing rap no. number two, singing yes. rap section number three. They have three rap parts. Like, I think like Moonbyall, we know you can rap, girl. But you don't need to do it three times. You don't need to do it three times. times in one song. And I think lately... Oh, I'm. Even though I love, you guys know how much I love Mamu. I really think lately Moonbyul needs to like take a step back. Uh, she's rapping way too much in Mamu songs. Yeah, I, I actually I remember joking about it in the very beginning because like she was kind of like the Yubin of the group. Like I, there are some songs where like Yubin is just standing there for like two and a half minutes, right? And then it's like. 10 seconds rap, go. And Yubin's like, I'm rapping. I'm out, right? And like Moonbyul was kind of the same. But I really do think recently she's like, I got nothing to do. Put me in coach. And she just keeps, she gets put in way too much. The, the thing is, Moonbyul has a very specific style of rap. Sometimes it doesn't fit Mamu's style. You know, I don't. I actually think it's not that it doesn't sometimes fit. I think it never fits. Maybe, yeah. But for some reason, she's because we we accept it. Maybe I don't know. And but I think, think she is, can sing. I, I think I've heard yeah, her sing before. Right? She can at least harmonize well. But the thing is, like, I really think Mamamoo that we love. Sorry, Moonbeal, but I think the Mamamoo we love is the three girls. Yeah, like Solar We and then Hwasa. Yeah, and and Hwasa comes in and. She, puts a rap in but i don't think there's ever a song where you need a rap in there right like i think if you took out the rap out in every single song we still would love that song you know you know it's funny like so steven when he first heard the song there's a part that really really reminded him reminded him of like a girls generation song or something and obviously me being a girls generation fan I, i didn't know what song he was talking about and then he said oh it's a tts song and then we were just you know listing off the main tts songs And he's like oh i think it's twinkle I will listen to Twinkle, and Twinkle actually has a very similar sound with this song. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of were like, uh, well, we think it's this song. But Twinkle, in my mind, and this is like bias aside, their voices are not as good as Mamamoo's, but that song is so much more colorful and so much has so much more personality than this song. Like, it really made me think, like, oh man, what if like Solar Hui and, and Hwasa sang a cover of Twinkle? I would like, my head would fucking explode. Yeah, like you'd you'd be fucking rock hard. That that would be that would be an amazing cover, right? And yeah. then I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad because I I didn't even think about Mumbior because <laughs> the TTS song doesn't have rap in it, and and neither should this. Song. Neither should this song. And I, I mean, that's kind of sad to say, but like I really do think. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people that like Mumbior, right? They like her rapping. It's just for 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 us personally. It's like it's a trap. It's a trap because she's in the group. She needs something to do. One rap section is fine. We would prefer zero, but we understand one. 
The main issue here, though, before we digress too much, is that it's not one. It's three. three. That is the K-pop conundrum, the K-pop member group conundrum, because when you differentiate the roles like, oh, dancer and singer and whatever, rapper, main rapper, main whatever, sub-vocal, like when you do that and you break it down to a science, there are just some songs where you don't need all the roles. Right. But then you can't not have, have your them rapper do, You rap, can't have right? them do nothing. You yeah. know? They have to do something. And that, that's dumb. Like, I mean, I, I really do think that's the reason why we always get fucking mad because, and we've talked about this before, like Plenty. why even have a rap person in your group? Well, the reason is, is because then you can have a cute ass girl who can't actually sing and put her in your group because she can just <laughs> shit rap. Yo. Which is genius. Right? Why lot. do you think there are so many rap parts in K-pop songs? Is because you can get a cute motherfucker, guy or girl. And, and shove them in your group. group. And we'll just call them the rapper. Yeah. Now, recently, the rap level, of course, has gone up greatly in the last two years, right? Three years. But if you go back to, you know, even Super Junior days, right? Even like Wonder Girl, like you've been rapping, you know. Well, luckily, girls, yeah, Girls' Generation doesn't have a rapper, right? Not, yeah, they don't really have a rapper because Girls' Generation songs don't really have rap rap parts. You're right. But like Amber, no, I, I, I like Amber's a great person. Sometimes she makes great solo songs, but her rapping. Her rapping in FX is not the best. But they put her in there because they were like, we need to find a way to put, put her in there. And... Anyways, now would be time where, again, we kind of ask you for your help for money. But I just don't want to do that this episode because I feel so guilty. Let's move on to my last pick of the episode. And this is by a girl that I have no idea who she is. Neither Never I. heard from her but she's been around for a while her name is from f-r-o-m-m there's two m's i don't know why but there is featuring giddy boy with their song pieces of you and me song is interesting for many reasons but one is that yeah. it features geary boy as yes. which is a rapper a known rapper, rapper a rapper that we don't particularly like even in general when he's ripping rapping no but he does not rap in this song not a bit he actually sings and he has this super interesting slash lazy singing voice 
that I, has its own charm, and I think it works really well in, in the context of this song. Yeah, in this type of song. Right, but it's not a good singing voice. It's not a... You, you may not even like it, but for some reason, the, the it has laziness charm. has its own yeah, charm. Yeah, it, it's, it's... Yeah. And the girl, I think she's a ballad singer in general, from what I could find, but uh, her voice, again, I don't think is particularly great, but she kind of has this kind of like more generic Korean girl ballad singer voice. But but it's at like this register where it just it just makes you feel good even though the song seems sad. Yeah. Yeah. If you get what if you get yeah. what I'm saying. Like the the tone of her voice is sounds very bright and high, the octave itself. But the song is kind of almost depressing. I well I don't find it I want to say depressing, but it sounds calming. Very somber is where I, how I describe it. Yeah. 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 yeah, don't know if I agree on that. I need to hear the song again. All right, but anyway, so this song also is an actual. Even though it says featuring Geary Boy, it the, of all the songs, this is really a duet. Yeah, they actually sing together for, for a, a substantial part. Yeah, yeah, substantial part of the song, and they sing together like so well that I think that I didn't even notice they were singing well or singing together. Right. Like I, I thought they were layered on top of each other so well that it just sounded like they added like a little bass to her voice, but that little bass to her voice was just getting boy singing. Yeah. Okay. So when we heard this song, I was really desperately trying to explain the feeling that I had that I got from it to Steven. We, we really couldn't come down to anything because Steven really didn't know what the hell I was talking about. That happens a lot, but we kind of boiled it up to in this, this one sentence, which is uh, their voices when they're singing separately, they are, they're really different. But when they sing together, it's like, for some reason, it sounds like one voice. Hmm. Yes. And there's also this like trumpet slash French, French horn. Tr- I yeah, think it's, it's a French horn, but I'm not entirely but, sure. But it's, sometimes it sounds a little bit trumpety. But it's just this kind of like solo that just happens that just makes it sound so peaceful. And the music video is just this girl just walking around, beautiful scenery, and it's just so like, just take a walk with me, forget about your troubles, and just let's walk around and yeah. enjoy it. For me, when I hear this song, it's kind of like a lazy Sunday, like drinking coffee at a cafe kind of song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's actually about. It could it could be the most depressing thing in the world. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it might be about breaking up. Who knows? I mean, it is called Pieces of You and Me. I, I, that could go happy or sad. Either sure. way. I decently like this song. Again... I don't think any of the songs this episode or maybe even last episode are going to show up in top 10. Like I, I think it's actually Definitely been a pretty not. meh couple, you know, of, couple episodes. of episodes aside from whistle, <laughs> like a missile bomb bomb. Uh, actually, hold up. Let me, let, before I fuck that up, let me see. Yeah. Last time like Russian roulette body 2 PM. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. None of those. No. Um, what a man. Yeah. Mm. Basic CGM, yeah. Like most of these are like, yeah. Yeah, for the past couple handful of episodes, right? Yeah. All right, last song, Josh. So we'll talk about the last song, and it is following the trend of just songs that are not bad. <laughs> it is uh, by uh, Jungie Go. His song is called Nocturne. Okay. 
to say about this song it is very jungi go from start to finish dude is like 99 falsetto one percent like starey face <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that guy he's always got this like frown on or something it's like i think the closest to like resting bitch face that a guy can have yeah exactly right and so normally jungi go in his songs he he sings for a good portion of it and but also a good portion of it is falsetto but no this song is falsetto from the get-go. And I think that is the worst part of this song because like the other songs that we've talked about this week, I think the backing track for this song is really, really good. There's like a funky electric guitar sound to it. I'm more kind of on the side of like these songs than Steven is. So, and this is a song I picked, but if you like songs that I like, listen to this song, but instantly forget it because it's not that great. Yeah. You know, Josh says it's falsetto from the get-go, and I say, hell no. Hell no. I just, I just don't understand. Like, I, I don't even think the backing track is particular. I think it's like, yeah, it's got funky guitar, but mm. a billion songs. Like, if you Very were to, true. like, take a, you know, Alt-F and search all our podcasts for the word funky, funky guitar. Ele- funky like, electric guitar. You'll, you'll, you'll find. See it so you'll many get times. a lot of hits. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. If I didn't have to pick a song, I wouldn't have picked it. Right, but we won't. <laughs> Require a certain amount of songs, right? But, but the music video is like 19, rated 19, and the dude is like some some model. I think he's showed up in a few kind of. Yeah, I've seen him people. in other ones. Yeah, yeah. Other I think I think someone said he's like in e- Elo's one of Elo's music videos. But the dude story is car breaks down in front of like a brothel or a club, strip club, and then he gets drugged and he has crazy sex with. Some people there, and all while Jungi Go is watching from his throne, but he's not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, he's not happy. Yeah, about but it. anyways, that should be it for this episode. Yeah, very short one because a there weren't many songs, and b we didn't really like a lot of them. Uh, I do want to mention that you know the A Ping song was kind of a, di- a huge disappointment. Ugh. Even though the for us personally, the quality of A Ping songs since no 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 and mr chu have gone down drastically still there were like there was something i could pick out from love luv right there was something i could pick out from remember but i can't pick anything out from this song uh it's just not good yeah it's called only you it's it's not great another one i I, big group i guess would be infinite a lot of our chingus like that song and that album but it's just, mm. It was very, you know, speaking of God 7 having no sound, like Infinite's got a sound and they were doing that sound for this song. Mm. I, I didn't think it was bad, but I don't think, I've never been a huge Infinite fan in, Neither in the have beginning. I. I think that just style is just not my thing. I did really like Infinite H when they were doing that. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't done Special that. Girl? Oh, yeah. That song, yeah. though, yeah. Uh, the other big release was UJ Sook and EXO with their... Yeah. Station song Dancing King. And while it was cool to see UJ Sook with EXO, the song was 
yeah. not good and the music video is yeah. just not and we also didn't talk about like a song that's actually kind of killing it in Korea now and that's uh, Park Yoshin's song Sum or Breath I mm. guess what it's called in English yeah. um, but people really really just love Park Yoshin and his voice he's a male ballad singer yeah and Korea it's fall and it's ballad it's Park Yoshin and he is a fucking genius because he knows exactly when to release his songs and just fucking slay the charts. And that's yeah. what he's doing. Like the, I was looking at the chart earlier, right? To figure out where God Seven was, and like there's just no fucking songs. Like that's there were so many old songs on that list because there are just no songs in the last like two or three months that really have stuck, right? If you're a well-known ballad singer, you release a ballad in Korea. I mean, you gonna you gonna get like that. Im uh, Im Chang, what was his name? Im Chang Jung. Yeah, Im, Im Chang Jung. Uh, I mean, his ballad song was killing it for a long ass time. This dude's ballad song was killing it. You know, people like ballads, so I, I can expect a lot more ballads. Although October, IY is supposed to come back. Main song by JYP. fucking JYP himself. JYP, which I'm so scared. It's got to be good. It should, no, I have good. way more faith in Ryan Jun than I do in JYP. Right. Like, because I feel like JYP is kind of out of touch. With you the you know the last song JYP wrote? Was it one for himself? No, it was re- relatively recently. Was it? It involved a do with no shirt on. No. But not junk. Not junk? Another do without a shirt on who mm. did it very differently. <laughs> It was Triple T, Josh. It was Triple T. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was JYP song. I forgot Because he intros that. that song for like seven hours. I forgot about that. he even says JYP. I forgot yeah. about that. That was his last song. So when he's making an IOI song, like that bothers me. Because Ryan Jun, we know, knows IOI. He, I mean, he's he's been with them and produced a bunch of their songs already. The good ones. The ones that we remember. Fingertips. What a man. Dream girl, no, I was kidding. Dream girls and crush and crush and crush, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I think that'll be it for. I don't know the quality of that episode, uh, Sorry. but I do know that I'm go- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a podcast editing forgiveness day. You know what? what? Uh, let's make. I'm gonna make it. But the problem is fucking world championships. World champion. I was gonna say. Happening. I was like. Oh, because we have a day off on Monday, right? We don't right. have work on Monday. Right. Here's what I'm going to promise. I'm going to promise episode 98's after show is definitely going to go up. Okay. And at least one YouTube video is going to go up. All right. You heard it here first, which you, you might not, not even heard. hear. But you'll know very soon if Steven kept this promise. Yeah, I'm really sorry about this episode. I, I, I We were joking before this episode started. We knew it was going to be... It, we knew, yeah. And... It didn't help that the songs in this episode weren't great, but Steven and I just today are not on top of things also. Yeah, no, this was, I mean, this was one of the original reasons why we even switched to two weeks is because we would have episodes like this where we were just not excited by any of the songs. Yeah, most of our episodes were like this when we did week, week. Right. And so when we changed it to, to, to every two weeks, like usually there's at least something to pick us up, you know, pick me up. This episode is just not, no pick. Yeah, this, pick me up. this episode was like classic old school shit it was classic oh shit shit. so with that that was episode 99 one episode away from episode 100 i really really hope episode 100 is going to be great we still have no earthly idea i don't think we're going to do anything special probably not 
other than I'm, you know, we thank you guys a lot for even fucking dealing with us to let us get to episode. 100. Yeah, and like, it really kind of baffles me that we are we're at episode 100 already because. I mean, Technically, I need to actually count it, but I think we're actually closer to 150 than we than we are 100 because we do, yeah, after shows, right? But like actual go podcast, podcast. Yeah. But the reason why Stephen and I can just sit here and blab on and talk about bullshit all the time and our opinions is is all because of you guys. So I just want to say thank you and sorry for putting up with us for so long. But thank you. You know, every time I hear hear myself say sorry, I think of that. Um, South Park, you know I don't do references well. It's like it's like a South Park clip where people are apologizing, oh, like and Canada? they're just like, not to Canada, but it's oh. like it's like a kind of commercial infomercial of just being like, sorry. It, it was there like lampooning like I think companies that say sorry but they're not actually oh, sorry. No. And it, every time I hear sorry, I just picture that like sorry, like we're not actually sorry because I keep fucking it up, you know. But I'm legit sorry. We are we are legit thankful and we are legit yeah sorry so and with that we're out we'll see you guys in episode 99's after show which once again we have no idea what it's gonna it'll be probably about. be about worlds like, no it wouldn't be worlds not gonna be over it'll be about I group stages i don't wanna i uh but then we'd be talking about league every yeah we, i don't show. yeah i don't think we should we'll think we'll think about it we'll think we, about we already it. did a league of legends show actually almost a year ago we talked about worlds, worlds but we didn't it was only like the end of an after show. We didn't spend the whole after mm-hmm. show. So we'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.